One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight hundred and eighty-nine things to talk about with Alyssa and Julia. Welcome to our first episode of Spring. This episode's topic is going to be Nickelodeon shows. So we're talking like SpongeBob, iCarly, Victorious, Big Time Rush, like those kind of shows. And also shout out to Spring that started yesterday, so March twentieth, and today's March twenty-first. And I don't know, I'm really excited for spring because it's such like a happy. Sunny time for the most part. It just means school is like getting closer and closer to over, which is nice. Though this year, I feel like it's gonna hold a bit more stress because of AP tests. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that part of spring. But other than that, I'm pretty excited. I feel like the weather changing has an effect on people's moods, and it kind of has an uplifting effect, and it brings people's mood up. Especially mine, I've noticed. Like I just get more excited. And, like, hopeful when it's sunnier weather outside and when, like, the flowers are blooming and there's more sun and there's less rain, which is nice for a person like me who does not like the rain. You know what else brings moods up, makes you happy when it's rainy and something you can do when it's one of those, you know, April showers, spring May flowers sort of day, Nickelodeon shows. (laughs) I think that transition was pretty smooth. That was. Well, Nickelodeon shows were high up there along with Disney shows for me because I would kind of switch off between the two. And a few of my most frequently watched Nickelodeon shows when I was growing up, for me, I would say SpongeBob. That was like my go-to show because it was always kid-friendly. So like I could watch it with my siblings or it could be like in the background for my parents if like they were working behind me and I was just watching TV It was just something that was, like, always on in my house. SpongeBob's kind of the show that, like, everyone can watch. It doesn't really get old. I think they're the type of show where I think past stuff doesn't really affect current episodes. So you can kind of watch whatever, which I really, I really like shows like that sometimes when it, like, doesn't have to matter. Like, you don't have to watch it chronologically. You can just kind of pick and choose random episodes to watch. And they all kind of start and end and that's it. And then it's on to the next one. That is a big factor for TV shows that I've noticed recently, what you just mentioned, how shows can either have a chronological order where you have to watch the previous episodes in order for the next ones to follow through and make sense. However, SpongeBob is one of the amazing shows where you can pick any episode in any season and it doesn't have to be like you watch the entire season before You can just watch any episode and it'll still be as funny because there's not important information or something like dramatically big that happened that happened in a previous episode that you didn't know. So the next episodes are confusing. You know, you can just pick and choose whichever. And that's something that I always loved about the show because I watched it on like Saturday mornings and evenings and it would just be the random episodes on cable TV So I didn't get to choose which season and episode. It was just random, but it always worked because it didn't have to be in an order. I'm pretty sure those are called formula shows, like where they all kind of have the same formula to each episode. Something happens at the start, which leads into something which causes like whatever is going to happen for the episode, which like has a resolution in the end. That's like with The Simpsons, too. They kind of both have that same style of show. 
But it's honestly, it's great when you're a kid because you don't have the attention span to want to watch a whole like season of something. So having a show that kind of, it doesn't matter, you can watch whatever episode is really fun. I think a lot of kids shows try and do that. Like The Loud House, I think had more stuff that kind of mattered, but I think it was more like you could kind of watch whatever. Because I think I just watch random episodes of that and still enjoy it. Because I remember Nickelodeon was just like sometimes randomly on cable and so we just watched that and I loved the Loud House show it was only a few years ago I believe in middle school or like late elementary school that I watched it I'm not sure how much I watched it in middle school because I think at that point I was like transitioning into different shows and different genres but I really loved how I could relate to the Loud House because of the huge family that they have and I actually don't remember right now. Is the main boy the only boy in the family? And is it all girls? I think it might be. Okay, that is... Wait, let's look that up, honestly. (laughs) That is exactly like my house. There's only one boy, but a ton of girls. And I wasn't like the main character where I could relate in that sense. However, I definitely understand the big family kind of perspective. Yeah, it's yeah. one boy. It's one boy. It's one uh, It's boy. 10 girls and one boy. And they all have L names, don't they? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I remember that. Those were the good old days. Oh my gosh, I loved that show. Yeah, he's like in the middle. Oh, I can't imagine your poor brother being yeah. like the one boy with all the sisters. Yeah, that was a really funny show because I believe that also was a show where you didn't have to watch the entire season. You could just pick any episode and it made sense. And I really loved it because I felt like it was funny and I also related to it a lot. So it made the show more enjoyable for me. A lot of shows that are kind of targeted for kids are going to be styled in that like formula show format because kids just, again, don't have the attention span to watch like season by season. It's not like a more like high school targeted show where you're going to like be so engaged and have the time and attention. Like when you're a kid, you just want to pick something random. And then I guess they were designed to be airing on TV randomly. So like you would want to be able to sit down and watch it and not be like, oh, I don't know this show and change the channel. And moving on to more older shows. I mean, I know these are all sort of childish shows in the sense But I believe Victorious and iCarly were still relatable for people like teenagers and like kids transitioning into teenagers. I feel like that is who those shows targeted. Those were the age groups. And for me, I watched it all throughout like my entire life because I loved those shows and they were hilarious. Okay, I didn't watch iCarly, I think knowing it was iCarly. I think I watched like random episodes of it when it aired on like cable because I'd watch a lot of Nickelodeon on cable because that's what our TV was always on. That's why I didn't watch Disney Channel. Was never on Disney Channel. Was always on Nickelodeon. But like I never like watched stuff with a purpose. You know, I just kind of watched whatever was on. And if that was iCarly, that was iCarly. But I don't think I ever processed it was iCarly. So as far as like I know, I don't really understand what goes on in iCarly. Like I know the premise, obviously, but like I didn't really watch it. I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like everyone watched that one. Victorious was a show that I was able to find humor in no matter what age I was. So as a kid, that's the kind of show that like I could watch on repeat 
because also the way that the show was formatted, it was almost like a combination of a formula show and a show that just had random episodes because I could watch any episode and it would make sense. However, there were some, I believe, like key parts that kind of made a chronological sequence and Victoria Justice, the star of that show, she has been acting for so many years and actually when I went to New York, I believe at the very beginning of 2020, she was in Times Square filming a movie. I don't know the name of the movie and I don't know if it's actually been released. I'm sure it has by now because it was three years ago. However, I've never watched it. But I saw her there while they were filming the movie, and I was fortunate enough to be able to go up with my siblings and get a picture with her. So I still have a picture with her, and that was really special for me because it was almost, like, surreal because it was a show that I was obsessed with and I was always watching. And I didn't feel like I was in the show when I met her, but it brought me, like, the TV characters to life. I don't know. It was really cool. That's so fun. I've like never met any like people in movies that I've watched or shows or anything. I feel like that's pretty uncommon. Definitely. Well, should we just go and say our top Nickelodeon show to wrap up this episode today? Yeah, I'm going to have to think. There's so many. Honestly, there's so many shows that I think might be Nickelodeon, but I'm not 100% sure if they were. So that's kind of where I am. So I'll just go with the one that's on our list to be safe. I think I'm going to have to go with Spongebob because it's random episodes. You can watch it whenever. And that's the show that from Nickelodeon I think I somehow ended up watching the most of just because it was always on. Like it always turned on the TV and there was Spongebob or like it was on Netflix, I think, too, or still is or was at some point. So I could watch it on demand as well. That show was so iconic, honestly. You Icon. Go yeah. around anywhere and you'll see like Spongebob merch, I feel like, and those popsicles that everybody is obsessed with. Oh the my Spongebob gosh. ice creams and the eyes are gumballs, I believe. Oh my gosh, I miss those so much. Those were tasty, not really, but they were really cute. And I haven't gotten one in a really long time, so I want to get one. I don't even know where you can get them, but no maybe idea. I'm going to do a little research. And- Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Walmart, I feel like, has so much ice cream. I went there one time, and they had, like, every single type of ice cream you could ever think. I was like, wow, I've been missing out. Well, my favorite Nickelodeon show is one that we haven't mentioned in this episode. But if you're a true Nickelodeon fan, you would probably know this show. It's called Big Time Rush. And that show was targeted for age groups, I believe, like children and also young teenagers. And it was a comedy show, but it also like had music incorporated into it. And that show just has my heart. I love that show so much. So that wraps up this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed our Nickelodeon discussion. And if this influences you to go watch some Nickelodeon shows, then you should go do that. And happy spring, all of you guys. I think we started talking about how sunny and nice it is, so we'll finish with that. But go sit down and watch some Nickelodeon, then go like sit outside or something if it's a nice day. Enjoy the spring season, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Alyssa. And I'm Julia. Thanks for tuning in.